Radio Plasma in a music session here in our Plasma Media Lab studio. 
This is Radio Plasma, space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen to radioplasma.com. Also, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Vega, and it's my pleasure and honor to welcome Eavesdrop. Thank you. It's our pleasure. <laughs> This has been the most beautiful opening of our sessions ever. Oh, thank oh my you. goodness. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. What a lovely thing to say. Thank you for this gift, <laughs> and welcome. Welcome to, to our space, and let's talk, and let's get to know you and to enjoy more of this beautiful work that you're doing together. Making music is the essence of what it means, love, inspiration, energy, and life. I'd agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so how it all started? <laughs> it kind of started, uh, I think, well, they started uh, singing together, Carrie and Laura, back in high yeah, school. high school, mm -hmm. we yeah. Had, yeah. Had a little duo that they did, and Laura and I met um, when we were singing with some more dance and funk bands, um, and then we sort of decided we wanted to do something a little bit more mellow and be able to use our voices differently, and uh, we decided to, to try a couple of things out, and she uh, introduced me to Carrie, and uh, then we just kind of started out at a couple open mics, and Uh, to see if it went well, and everybody was very pleased, and we were more pleased than we even thought. Well, and surprise, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah, and we all get along really great. So it just kind of took off from there. Yeah. So the essence of your music is based on folk, a folk sound. But sure. like you said, you had also other influences like funk music. So mm -hmm. definitely, there is a lot of soul. There's a lot of folk. There's a lot of exploration into the the essence of what music comes in the most natural and organic way mm -hmm, absolutely what would you say are the most important influences from each one of you i think they're all very different yes, very much so, which is what yes. makes us unique i think yeah um i mean we always kind of say we call ourselves acoustic folk soul because we all have very different influences so mm -hmm. you know mine personally are like some more classic rock stuff like Fleetwood Mac, but also some pop stuff as well. Um, and what year? What classic country? Yeah, I really love. I really love 80s and 90s country music. Um, I also really love folk artists Bonnie Raitt, that kind of thing. Uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, into that kind of stuff too. So, yeah, and I, I would say I, I love all that stuff too. But I'm I'm more I like I love R and B and soul, uh, like Stevie Wonder, Donny Hathaway. Aretha, stuff like that, that I really cling to. And even even some folk stuff like uh, Joni Mitchell was a big influence for me as well. So it's kind of, we're all very mixed, which... Yeah, and I think if you take a listen to our album, you'll hear a lot of all of that. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> it's kind of all over the place. Um, there's also, yeah, there's country, there's folk, there's indie-ish stuff. I mean, there's like yeah. a ton of, yeah, of different song, stuff. So yeah, some for everybody. sort of like its own genre identification. <laughs> if you want to go that way. <laughs> Which is perfect. Some of the conversations that we have uh, when, when it's about music, right now the need to label music becomes such a problem and mm -hmm. such a limitation yeah. yep. because it pretty much takes away the joy of just listening and enjoy the music mm -hmm. for what it is. Absolutely, it just sets up expectations for what you're going to hear rather than just 
taking it for what it is. Right. Well, especially there's been so much that's already been done that it's like it's hard to not sound like something else or it's hard to find your own unique sound and so everyone says oh how do you classify yourself it's sometimes hard to do when there's been so many different influences that are right. part of it why put yourself so. in a box right <laughs> yeah <laughs> you created an ep mm -hmm. and the reason for this session today that is like the warmer for your presentation at Gateway City Art is also the celebration of the release of your album. Yes. Yeah, we, um, we've, we had our album released last year when we first put the record out, but we've, um, we're actually finally going on tour to sort of share the album uh, elsewhere, not just in the Valley or in New England, because we play uh, pretty much every week in New England somewhere. Um, so we're trying to go down to um, kind of down to Kentucky and Nashville and up through um, North Carolina and Virginia and try to spread it out a little bit. And so when we come back from our tour, our last stop is at home at Gateway City Arts. Um, and so we really wanted to celebrate that coming home and um, having people be able to hear our album that haven't heard it yet and pick it up. And, mm -hmm. and also hear our friend Allie McGurk, who is amazing and is going to come out from Boston. And she's, she's out in Boston now, but she has a lot of roots here in the Valley. And she I went to school out here. And she, she has a phenomenal, soulful voice. So um, it'll be a good pair, I think. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. How that tour gave experiences, inspiration for more work to do. <laughs> we always want always. more work to do, <laughs> right? Right. We work hard, the three of us. We really do. Um, it's we don't um, have people helping us. All this promotion you see, all the yeah. gigs we book, all the design work, everything comes from one right. of us. We are our managers and yeah. our representation, <laughs> so everything comes right from us. Yeah. Everything. So it's it's a lot of work, but the the tour. Every time we go on a tour, when we're done, we say we're never doing that again ourselves, <laughs> and, and then, then we, we always do it again, again ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I swore. The experience is so much. You know, it's so worth it. Mm -hmm. It's so worth it. It does pay off. I did swear after the last tour that we were not doing it ourselves again. And, <laughs> and look at us. Here we are. <laughs> and you did it. <laughs> so the album is titled Tides. It has something to do with this different influences and this different tides yeah, getting sort of together. It has to do with um, like kind of the story of our album and and our different um, kind of feelings about what we've experienced throughout life and kind of the the cycles that you go through in life. So each song kind of tells a story, whether it's about you know falling in love, breaking up, um, friendship, you know, self discovery. There's kind of different songs that cover different. Um, cycles of life that you kind of go through um, and so we named the album Tides kind of to reflect that and we have the songs kind of in like an order that kind of tells a bit of a story if you listen to it straight through instead of on shuffle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. Does anyone do that anymore? Uh, I don't know. What, shuffle or straight through? Straight through. Oh, say I shuffle everything. If you have our album, you should listen to it in order, <laughs> just one order. time at least. We spent a lot of time deciding which songs go what order. We definitely did. <laughs> it's kind of about how everything always comes back to the beginning. It's all about tides and cycles right. and mm -hmm. full circle and yeah, the the push lunar and push and pull and all that, yeah. Yeah, ebb and flow, all of that, right? Yeah. Actually, that's an interesting point, bringing back the concept of an album being a whole piece yeah, that needs to be that. appreciated from beginning to end as, as a part mm -hmm. of its own narrative. Something that is kind of lost recently yeah. with the way the market and the music industry is managing yeah. the, the releases, but in itself becomes a powerful experience. 
And I'm just thinking how compelling it is. By just listening this opening number, I can just imagine the sound of the whole album and how it's just inviting to keep listening and keep <laughs> listening because it's that compelling. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my That's gosh. Very nice. <laughs> That's a really great compliment. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it's a good point that, you know, nowadays people are releasing not necessarily singles like we're used to, but yeah. you're streaming things online yeah. or it's part of a playlist or whatever the case may be. So really kind of sitting down and having an album that you can listen to from beginning to end and have it mean something as a, yeah. a whole is kind of that. not really something that you do, I guess, anymore. A lot of bands just release a song or single. Mm -hmm. They don't even release like a whole album yeah. anymore. They'll do a lot of right. are doing EPs and things like that. Mm -hmm. but. Mm -hmm. I guess I never thought about it until you brought that up. <laughs> it's a little old school, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's us. <laughs> For sure. Kind of us. <laughs> and from being originally a really acoustic and organic sound, you also expanded and now you became, uh, you doubled your numbers. Mm -hmm. Sure did. Yeah. How, how that process worked? Because in itself, being an ensemble of three different influences and three different energies coming together and synchronizing that energy sometimes could be challenging and needs to be the perfect fit of balance of energies and chemistry and, and inspiration. How do you manage to double the numbers? It was scary. It was scary. Bit, yeah. We had our, our, you know, our baby that we were sort of protective over and wanted to make sure that we took care of that. Um, so we definitely had some lengthy discussions about who we might want to involve, who might be the right fit for this sort of thing, mm -hmm. who, who would appreciate what we're doing and want to contribute to it whole, you know. And we gave them a lot of creative license to do what they would want to contribute. So to Laura's point, we picked people that we knew not only would be invested, but would be able to add to it in a way that we would think would really complement what we already wrote. Um, right. mm -hmm. And we wanted to, I mean, we kind of just made it a family thing. Like we were like, we want people to join that are gonna be like family because it was so scary to let it go once we had right. it. And, um, and so we wanted to make sure it was people we were comfortable with. It was our first time doing it. It was our first album. It's you know, our first time really being in the studio to record a full length multi-instrument record and so we wanted to be able to do it in a comfortable and mm -hmm. calm way and with people that would care about it as much as we did we yeah. didn't want to just hire a session and musician to come and well. yeah they really do they're, they're all the phenomenal artists and great friends and really invested in what we want to do and they're on board which is just amazing yeah <laughs> and i think that's telling to the sound too i mean it's just yeah we had such an awesome experience there was mm -hmm. no drama there was no like people disagreeing yeah. about yeah. like what you know parts of songs like we right. were all just like is this what you mean and we're like mm -hmm. yes that is exactly yeah. what we mean yeah. like, and we even really. took that kind of uh consideration for who we recorded with mm -hmm. we were very um just on purpose about who we involved and why we involved them and it was like the best experience yeah, like Alan you said it was is, like maybe the most chill of human honor yeah which really helped the vibe of the yeah. record because we were freaking out so <laughs> we were definitely <laughs> he does not mm -hmm. i don't know if he ever does i don't think so i don't think he has a stressed bone in his body <laughs> um, but kara definitely said it right when she said family because that's mm -hmm. exactly what it felt like mm -hmm. the whole experience very much yeah and with that, also there's stories and, yes, drama. <laughs> Usually I will, I will have asked you 
what it will be maybe your favorite part of the album, referring to a favorite song, but you said it's your baby, so I guess all songs are equally loved. <laughs> but still, what do you think it will be some of the most meaningful parts of the album, maybe because of the backstory of the process of making it happen or something that really brought you together more than any other moment during the recording to make that song or that chord stand out from the rest? Oh gosh, I that's think, such um, a good question. That's a really great question, yeah, very thoughtful. Um, I think for me, and maybe you guys will agree, maybe not, uh, one of, we, there was a specific song, Queen Anne's Lace, that we had kind of a very loose skeleton for, and we really hadn't played it out and hadn't really finished it. and. We weren't really sure what it was going to turn into when we added, you know, the additional instruments, and we were kind of just like, "This is what it is. Like, do what you do." And I think, you know, you said like it didn't come out anything like we thought it was going to, but it's mm -hmm. like perfect. It's just something that we went in thinking it was going to possibly go this route, and it went the total opposite direction, and it was amazing. And we were just like, "This is what you know, making music is kind of all about." Everybody hears different things, and if we all kind of agree to give ourselves the freedom to explore. The options that are, you know, the ideas that are popping into our brain, it could turn into something amazing, and that was really, You're that was totally really awesome. Right. That They're was totally a really cool right, yeah. thing to kind of see unfold. Because mm -hmm. the rest of the stuff we had played out a lot, and we had really good ideas, and some, you know, surprises came out, and the guitar licks and whatever. We we're like, that's so great, but that whole song pretty much was finished in the studio, in the studio mm -hmm. and that was really cool. Yeah, that was really cool. Absolutely, mm -hmm. it's hard to pick a, a favorite song or. or or we keep moment. changing our minds. Yeah, too. <laughs> it fluctuates. Yeah, because I'll listen to it. It'll come around on you know, and I'll listen to it, and I'll be like, God, this is definitely the best song. And then you know, then I hear another song, and I'm like, God, that's the, the guitar solo makes this song the best song. And it's just, <laughs> it's really hard to to choose. I think it depends on your mood, but I think that's true for me for every band I yeah, like. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. But yeah, it's hard to pick, especially like you said, when it's your baby. It's hard mm -hmm. to pick. I think really like the whole thing was kind of a dream come true for us. So it's yes. really hard to say like this one thing was great because we every great. time we would walk in like we we recorded the album over what like five or six months. Well, we recorded probably over three, but then we waited, we mixed it and mastered it, whatever. Um, and I think every time we went back in the studio, we we're like, oh my god, this is real life. Like we we're like, I can't. Yeah, we just right. want to do this all the time. Like it was just such a surreal experience to, you know, sing whether you know when you're younger and you know in wedding bands and stuff and then be able to like create something that didn't exist before and yeah. make it sound how you want it to sound mm -hmm. it's just like such a I never thought we would I never thought I would do it yeah. anyway. I don't know about you guys but <laughs> I never thought it would be something I'd do how you feel in that way yeah convey your feelings in a musical way is really crazy um it's kind of you know realizing those feelings out loud which yes, is like totally. a totally weird experience <laughs> especially on stage I cry every time, every show, <laughs> every show. I can't sure, help it. <laughs> it's just, a, it's a thing. Mm -hmm. It's a real thing. Oh man, I don't know if I had a favorite moment in the studio, but I definitely, our release show was really huge for me. Um, partially because we had been working on this thing for such a long time, and we're finally ready, ready to share it with the world, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and and having the boys there with us and mm -hmm. being equally as like we we all have butterflies about it, we're all excited. <laughs> but then like seeing the amount of support that came out of that, like all of our people came, yeah. and it was like the coolest thing to see. 
you know, how many people were actually supporting us and how many people were rooting for us mm -hmm. and to be like, we're putting our all into this thing and people actually like it, <laughs> you know, and they appreciate it. And that's what we do it for. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, you just want to move people, you know. And you know? to have some, I was just going to say the exact thing, to have someone say like, this song really resonated with me or mm -hmm. this song helped me through this moment or this song finally made me feel the feelings that I've been penting up inside or right. whatever. I mean, so many people have reached out to us and been like, I needed this song today. And that yes. is like, I'm going to cry right now. That <laughs> is like really, really cool. You're connecting with people yes. on a deeper level. Yeah. It is really yeah. cool. Yes. It's awesome. <laughs> It means a lot to us. Mm -hmm. It is. Sometimes we take for granted how much music is, like, like I was saying at the beginning, is life mm -hmm. and how much it can save us from moments of despair, from having a bad day and transform it completely into a new opportunity for mm -hmm. start from scratch if needed. Mm -hmm. Music is such a powerful vessel for healing, for connecting, for engaging, for for opening and for sharing. Mm -hmm. So I totally feel that that energy and, and I totally get that getting that emotional by just realizing of it mm -hmm. is that much of a power. And it only happens when everything comes together. You cannot make it happen on purpose it just mm -hmm. happens yeah and what you just said i think describes us as a trio like it, this just happened we never expected it to be a full-time job we never expected to be touring around and making albums i mean we literally were just like can we sing some songs that are a little bit quieter with a guitar so we can do some cool harmonies and open mic once in a while and it turned into this amazing journey with our favorite people and it's like been such it's just happened it just worked. It's crazy. <laughs> so your presentation at Gateway City Arts will be on September 7th. Yes, we can't yeah. wait. Mm -hmm. How do you feel? Excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really yeah. excited. We played there one time <clears throat> as a, a trio a long time ago, but we haven't been with the full band before. And we don't play around with the full band very often, so it's a really special experience for folks that see us um, as a trio. Um, it's, it sounds really different, and it's um, and I think it'll just be nice to be able to after touring. We always miss home, mm -hmm. and be able to come home and um, and have that kind of finale and a big party. And mm -hmm. we hope everybody comes out and celebrates with us. Mm -hmm. It's so much fun. Yeah. And what's next? Oh. I mean, we're constant. <laughs> I guess we don't necessarily have a set in stone plan, but we're constantly. People are constantly coming, we're coming up with ideas and, and trying to write new stuff. And we have a f three or four basically completed songs that aren't on our last album that can be on a future album. So I think yeah, we want to works. keep creating and keep sharing our music and keep touring and doing all the things that really bring us joy and just kind of see where it goes. I think we've lucked yeah. out with not having like strict plans for ourselves or just, timelines or anything like that. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> We're very open-minded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we always We're, say it's bigger than us. It just like moves on. It's a moving thing on its own and we just kind of go with it. But we definitely want to try to expand our footprint a little bit more and like maybe do shorter tours around the country in different places that we haven't been. And mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I want to make another album like perpetually. Can we yeah. just make albums constantly? <laughs> That's my favorite thing. I know. So we definitely have a lot of tunes that we're working on. So that'll be good. What else? God. 
Um, let's do all the things. Yeah. <laughs> our writing process is like the most fun thing in the world if we could just do that. Oh yeah, we have a retreat coming up. We do all our songwriting in a little retreat. We're going to do some more of that coming up mm -hmm. in November. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. November. Okay. How does the retreat work? What is the dynamic? We basically, we, we go to this adorable little cabin that's her, Kara's family friend's cabin, and we just lock ourselves in the cabin, and we don't like watch TV or like spend a lot of time on our phone or anything. We kind of just like make food and hang out and play music and sing and see what happens and a lot of the songs on <laughs> a lot of the songs on our album are are from that those right. trips yeah that came from there like haunted which is our last song in the album um, it was just with us and a cello and that song was written in Beckett in this house on a really rainy day mm -hmm. it was super gloomy and mm -hmm. it was just like when I listen to that song I just can feel that day mm -hmm. like yeah, right. it's just really it really helps the process yeah I think. just shut everything else off yeah totally, that's you know? important. Every week we work day jobs too, so you know during the week Monday to Friday or you know whatever our schedules are, we're working you know 40, 50 hours a week, and then we have you know either rehearsal or a business meeting or whatever, and you want to be as productive as you can, but you've also just worked 60 hours a week, and you know you right. have to go back home and maybe finish some work or whatever. So it's nice to just lock ourselves away. We're not working. We're not dealing with technology really, you know, um, and we're just yeah, yeah giving ourselves that time to relax and let our creative juices yeah. flow. And then for the rest of the year, usually we're like, you know, putting together bits and pieces. So maybe one of us feels inspired at some moment and puts a little recording on our phone or writes out some lyrics or something. So we, we usually just accumulate that stuff and then bring it all to this yeah. retreat so we can sort of dig through it together and piece it all together. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really a group it's effort. It's worked so far. So <laughs> yeah. we'll keep it going. This yeah. is our third retreat or fourth? Third, right? I think. I want to do it all the time. Let's make, let's make six and it's seven. Our third and annual. <laughs> what do you think it will be your ideal performance? Could be a venue, could be maybe oh, a collaboration yeah. with specific <laughs> artists or artists. Yeah, I for me personally, I think it's I've said yeah. that it's my collective. if I'm if I can literally go home and say I made it if we could play at Red Rocks in Colorado. That is, yes, I've been there definitely. one time and it was amazing and beautiful and it sounded phenomenal. And I was like, that's right, I want to play there one day. <laughs> just one time, even just one song. I'll sing back up for someone. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, um, that's could make it to Red Rocks, then we'd, that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that, would be, I, that would be the dream come true. <laughs> I don't know about artists. Oh, God. Too so many. many. Yeah, There's so many. many. Yeah, that just, can we just do one song with everyone? Like. <laughs> I, if we could collaborate with like Brandy Carlisle, I would just. Oh yeah, would, that would be amazing. Um, I mean, you would want to collaborate with. Don't even say. Are you gonna say Stevie Nicks? I was yeah. gonna say don't say her name <laughs> because I will die. <laughs> Stevie Nicks for sure. Um, I mean, there's so many people yeah, that we adore. Really? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Too many. I can't pick favorites. I cannot. <laughs> Any one of them would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> You could see us collaborate with Allie McGurk on <laughs> September 7th. She's amazing and we could sing with her for sure. So this is the reminder for everyone to get to Gateway City Arts on this September 7th and enjoy of eavesdrop performing and celebrating coming back from a tour and releasing this album, Tithes. 
And also, how can people get to listen to your music, get in contact with you, get information? So we have a website, eavesdroptrio.com, where you can literally get access anything there. But we also have a YouTube page, Facebook page. We have, we're all over social media. We are on Spotify, Instagram. All you have to do is look for Eavesdrop Trio. Mm-hmm. At or hashtag eavesdrop trio. Google it. You'll literally find everything. <laughs> and we're streaming everywhere. Or you can download our album on Apple, um, Apple Music, Spotify, yeah. Amazon, yeah. all that yeah. stuff. Everything. It's everything. Yep. We're everywhere. <laughs> or you can come to one of our shows and buy an album there. Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah, and so that that's another another uh, great good opportunity for people to enjoy of your album, to listen to your music uh, live, and then. Take it home. Take it home. <laughs> Absolutely. What do you think is more fulfilling for you at this point, being at the studio or at stage? Oh, it's so different. For yeah, me. It's exactly. Different. It's very different. I think live performing will always be my favorite, personally. Um, I grew up performing since I was a small tot, <laughs> and uh, just in theater and choir, and um, I think just having an audience and having that connection is really important um, as, a, as a musician, but I mean, we had just started being in the studio this past year. I mean, it was really the first time we'd done it, so it was all new. So it's definitely a magical feeling experience for me, but I don't know, I think I think live for me. I don't know about yeah. you guys. Yeah, I think I would say live too. I think for, for me personally, I love when I'm a fan of an artist's music that's recorded and I'm streaming it and then I see them live and I'm like, oh my God, they're so much better live. Like that is a really, cool thing to experience and um, I hope people feel that way because obviously there's you know you get to see emotions you get to hear you know we don't sing the songs live exactly the same every single time so you get to kind of hear different things and feel different things at a live show so I think that yeah exactly Um, whereas you know in the studio it's it's really amazing to see what you can create um, but you lack the connection with the listener which I think is a big you know big perk of doing a live show for us and for people watching, hopefully. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And when you're listening to it over and over, I feel like sometimes you strive for perfection or something rather than just being in the moment. I still mm-hmm. do. I still listen to her album and be like, well, I wish I'd changed that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so much done. better to be in the moment. Let yeah. it, you know, let it happen. Agreed. But That is more reason to be at Gateway Studios <laughs> on September 7th. Do it. Because... Like you said, every time you perform a song, it's going to be different. It's mm-hmm. crafting mm-hmm. and giving shape to the song one more time, and every time it's going to come up different. Mm-hmm. So it's a totally different new experience for everyone who has listened to them or for whoever is listening for the first time and then wanting more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. And that is. Again, going back to, to the whole old school way of enjoying music, mm-hmm. that is the purpose of music, to enjoy mm-hmm. every single time as, as if it is the first time. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely. love that. I love that too. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Totally. So, um, could it be possible to listen one more song? Sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The first one we did was a new one that we actually just wrote. Um, do you guys want to do another new one? Yeah. What do you want to do? Oh, you want to do Where You Left Me? 
Want to try that? Yeah. Okay. Well, usually when we play trio, we usually um, have more percussion with us, but we thought it would be a little noisy in here, so we're doing it sans percussion for you. <laughs> this one's called uh, Where You Left Me, Nothing's Changed, and we just wrote it a little while ago.
We are listening eavesdrop here in our studio on Radio Plasma. What a beautiful experience to have you here and being able Thank to you. enjoy your music. I know our audience is going to be so pleased. And this is just a teaser, just a <laughs> little sample of what everyone is going to be able to enjoy on September 7th, Gateway City Arts, mm -hmm. with you and the full band. Mm -hmm. That's right celebrating your album, celebrating your return, and what a beautiful experience. I'm so grateful that you that you are here Thank today you. with us. Sorry, Sorry. Thank us. you for the thoughtful questions. Yes. That was really amazing. <laughs> Anything else you would like to add? Oh gosh. Know, just to thank you for putting on this uh, podcast. Thank you for what you're doing with the youth and yeah, in Holyoke and the community. I mean, the center here is awesome, and everything you described about what you guys do here is really great. So keep doing what you're doing because we need all those kids to be playing music and getting the art out in the world. Absolutely, so, yeah. they need these opportunities. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. And be assured that our youth are gonna also be able to see and listen what you just did today as a way of showing them you can achieve that success yeah, as well. They can. They work mm -hmm. hard. Absolutely. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, Kara, Carrie, Laura, thank you so much thank for being for here. Me. Welcome back. And this place is always open for you. So whenever you have thank any you ideas, any projects, any new music that you want to share, you're always welcome to come back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so this is our session with Ipsdrop and all the information about their presentation at Gateway City Arts and also their website and access to their music is available on the posting of this episode on radioplasma.com. With this, we conclude this session that has been recorded at the Plasma Media Lab in the Gandara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Thank you for listening.